If you find yourself getting queasy at the thought of pulled teeth, bloody entrails, or demons crawling straight up from hellfire just to set up shop in your basement, then this podcast might not be for you. However, if these things excite rather than appall you, join us as we discuss our grim outlook. Well, hello. So I'm Molly. I'm Ashley. Wow. They don't tell you how awkward this is going to be. <laughs> no. We're talking to a computer screen and my dead Labrador retriever. Yes. Yep. Yes, we are. Yep. Just to clarify, she is cremated. I have uh, only met Lucy twice, and yeah. one of them was when we were euthanizing That's her. That's right. So. Um, so a little bit about us. We met at the vet hospital we worked with. Yeah. Her remains are sitting in a plastic urn on the table. Right um, behind the laptop that is recording this. Yes. I thought it might help us if we had something to zero in on, and I'm already relying on it. This is just nerve-wracking. <laughs> we're very nervous, and we're talking to a dead dog named Lucy. Like, come Literally. on now. Has our two dogs just terrorize each other. Yep. Nor and Graham, I'm sure they'll come up on the audio at some point. But... Probably, because they're right here. Yep. So today we are, I don't know if we're going to be talking about cults every time. I feel like that's Probably just... not. Probably not, yeah. This is um, just a good one to start with, because it's easy, and everybody likes a good cult. Oh my gosh. Even the people I... in them. Seriously. They really honestly, love them. Honestly, they probably love them more than everybody else, because <laughs> uh, they joined. <laughs> clearly, clearly. All right, so you said you had looked up a little bit about what makes up a cult and what the definition is on a whim, right before yeah. bed. Yeah, it was great. I do everything, you know, at 3 a.m. Who needs sleep when you could uh, look up something terrifying? The definition of a cult is kind of hard to pin down. It's one of those things that you kind of know it when you see it. But basically a cult is a group of like-minded people who have practices that others may call sinister or strange. Generally, it is a religious following, but there's also been some deconstruction of this where we now use cult as a way to show a strong support of something. For example, we use cult classics as a movie genre or a particular brand of makeup has a cult following. Obviously, we're not talking about those and instead are talking about the ones where a group of people follow some crazy person for a variety of dumb reasons. And then it all blows up in their face. It's a little more fun this way. I chose the Ant Hill Kids, which is not super popular, but is pretty popular if you're from Canada, which we are not. We're from Correctamundo, the place directly under Canada. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> it's a good time to be here right now. <laughs> I'm feeling really great about everything, guys. Everything's yeah. fine. <laughs> everything's fine. So the Ant Hill Kids is kind of your classic apocalypse cult where the leader promises those who follow him a way to heaven when the apocalypse comes. Yep. For some reason says that where they are in Canada will be just missed by God <laughs> when he smites them all. Clearly obvious that he would just choose Canada. Of course. All right, so Rock Throw dropped out of school at a young age and basically decided he was going to throw himself into being a Catholic. And he taught himself the Old Testament. But then... Just he, the Old Testament? Just the Old Testament. That seems like a choice. Yes, that seems like a great choice. Because, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, he taught himself it, which probably describes some of his more interesting mm-hmm. adaptations of them. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't most, um, like, priests and, you know, everybody, don't they, like, go to college? Yeah, usually. For theology? Yeah. You actually have to have, like... There's, like, a degree behind yeah, it. Yeah, there's a degree, and there's, yeah. like, a train of thought and a method yeah. of thinking, and they're actually studying the yeah. literature instead of just leaving it to their, like, probably 18, 18-year-old interpretations. Right. because anything I thought when I was 18 was stupid. Oh, honestly, <laughs> yeah, when I was 18, I, I just... You know, I can't really tell you what I was thinking about when I was 18. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> 
So yeah, in 1971, Rock had some stomach ulcers, something super common and pretty easily handled with a common surgery at the time. Unfortunately for Rock, the surgery didn't go super well and left him with dumping syndrome. This is a syndrome where the food moves from your stomach to your small intestine a little too quickly, which causes a, a lot of abdominal pain. He took up drinking to help soothe that pain and became weirdly obsessed with medicine and the anatomy of the human body. His wife, Francine, ended up leaving him because, well, he became a drunk, constantly complained he was dying, slept around, and lost his job. So I think she's kind of okay leaving him. Yeah. So he threw himself into religion and joined the Seventh-day Adventist church, and it kind of all went downhill from there. A little bit about the Seventh-day Adventists. They lived by the rules of no tobacco, no unhealthy foods, no alcohol, and no drugs. I mean, seemingly, like, so far. Okay, like... So Not the worst. Like, ideal. Yeah. <laughs> My teeth would be less stained. They're definitely healthy eaters. They've got healthy digestive systems. They're probably pooping on a normal schedule. Wow. Just a thought. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> he joined this church and he was really just gung-ho about it. And he was very charismatic, as a cult leader he usually is. Mm -hmm. And he started running seminars for them, some of them being these five-day retreats. Yeah, which, you know, the week. is why a lot of people in their 20s and 30s yeah. are kind of like, I'm lost, what's happening? Yeah. And they just follow someone who thinks they know what they're doing. I feel like, yeah, I can definitely, I think, attest to, if somebody acts like they know what you're, they're doing and they're yeah. really passionate about it, they're kind of like, okay, just go along with You're it. giving yeah. me good vibes. Giving me good food, good yeah. vibes. Yeah, sure, I'll bite. He was doing these and... At some point, he convinced this entire group of people, about like 20 people or so, to mm -hmm. just quit their jobs and to follow him and yeah. just join this commune. And he said that he started a commune because he couldn't pay his helpers. Hmm. Yeah. So he was like, okay. we'll just live together and it'll be all yeah. quality and right. equal and nobody has to pay for anything. So he just invited them to a commune. Not in so many words, but... He was basically like, come live with me. It'll be fun and equal and we'll right. get rid of our sins and right. all these things. And it started off really nice because at the start of it, he started giving away these like free banquets for like underprivileged people. Okay. And actually even invited a younger girl with scoliosis mm -hmm. who may have not had super great health care. Right. Um, and he kind of took care of her. Mm -hmm. And he tells that this is the reason that the church kicked him out was because he was giving out care and comfort that sounds like awful of that church, but the church disagrees yeah, yeah. <laughs> and said it was more that he was getting a little too high on his own horse. So they kicked yeah. him out. They could smell something was yeah. cooking. They kicked him out in 1977. So he took it and he ran with his commune, mm -hmm. told them that they couldn't speak to any of their own family members or anybody from the church or pretty much anybody other than the people that went with him. I gotta just interrupt because yeah. I just feel like... They all do this? They all do this. Mm -hmm. And I don't... I know that when you're in it, it must be... It must be hard to catch. Like, it must be like a slow transgression of, like, isolating you from community. Oh, it gets worse. I feel like that's the first warning sign. Right? I would think so, too. He did say that the reason they weren't allowed to talk to them was because they had to keep evil at arm's distance. And oh, so boy. anybody who wasn't following him was against him. Uh, so okay. they were the evil. So basically, you talk to them, you're going to go to hell. Right. And this actually develops into <laughs> him saying that their own inner thoughts 
were the voice of the devil. So they needed to trust him fully because he Ooh. was the one speaking for God. Ooh, so even yikes. any thought they may have had that went like, oh, red flag, red flag, oh he God. blamed the devil on doing that. Mine did that too. Yeah. Mine did crazy. that too. And I just like, I don't know about you, I think about some fucked up shit. Yeah. On a daily. I mean, maybe it is the devil a little. Maybe. <laughs> Sometimes there's some thoughts I go, whoa, slow down, yeah, Ashley, right? calm down. You... I, you never know what you're going to say out loud. Yeah, sometimes that happens. Honestly. Okay, so he used their subconscious wholly against, against them. Does that count as gaslighting? Yeah, I think so. Oh, God. Right? Gaslighting is like... The worst. Yeah. It's kind of somebody turning your you against yourself. Gaslighting is manipulating someone by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. So I guess by telling someone that their own normal subconscious thoughts is actually the work of the devil and that they have control over it. It's by definition gaslighting. Yeah, yes. that's, that's definitely gaslighting. For some reason, he decided that the world was going to end February of 1979. I don't know why he calculated that or where it came from. Look at all the nines, Ashley, upside down their sixes. Whoa. There's two of them. Where's the third? On its way. <laughs> This commune, he mm -hmm. basically had to get away from everybody else that they knew, so he drove them to the Canadian wilderness, telling them that this area would be spared. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a great idea. Just throw them right to the cougars. Yeah, I agree. Grab your kids. We're going to pet a cougar. So, so they went to the wilderness. They went to the wilderness, and they hiked this giant mountain, which I'm sure had a legit name. Mm -hmm. But he decided, I'm going to rename this mountain. It's going to be Eternal Mountain. And then along with the renaming theme, mm -hmm. he decided to give each member a new name to mark their new beginning. Ooh. Yeah, but he did this in the dumbest way. Yeah. So he decided to just pick a bunch of names and write them on a piece of paper and put them in a hat. And then each member had to select their name out of a hat. I'm not even kidding. Like an actual hat. Like an actual hat. Like this is not an expression. Like this is this not is, the expression. He took, like he, he took a piece the of expression paper. and then went, ah, sounds like a great <laughs> idea. Someone's got their ducks in a row. That's how I name kids. All right, Norma, you're now uh, Twyla. Some of the names were Cain, Judah, Gideon, Rachel. So everybody from the Bible. All the Bible names, but obviously, because we're here to tell the tale, world's still kicking. But he excused that by saying that our world and God's world ran on different time zones. Oh my God. Yep, so obviously he just miscalculated, which is what every apocalyptic cult leader says is I miscalculated because LOL math is hard, okay? <laughs> I just want you to picture him in his tent because he's in the wilderness. Picture him oh, no, 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 sitting no, 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 no. in his tent being it's like, not a tent. oh my God, what was it? He forced his people to build Homes. Okay, so he's in a log cabin. He's in a log cabin. Ooh, Do you see that picture? Hold on, let me. But yeah, it's like oh. a log cabin. But it's a weird log cabin. Yeah, that's cabin. weird. It. He, it's. He's very pale. He is very pale, For and he has a outside. giant beard. It's enormous. Which the beard comes into play later in a but, weird, weird oh, way. Oh, gross. But like, like I was saying, just picture him like in the cabin, just like pacing, just like, oh god. Oh boy, the day passed. Oh my god. You know what? Time zones. Time zones. Got it. We're good. Yep. Time zones. Keep shot. Yeah. So his followers just were like, yeah, time zones, man. They're a bitch. Sure. They're hard. I understand. We're four hours behind. I get it. Yeah. And apparently time zones also correlate to being, I don't know, days, years apart. Apparently. Not hours. It's basically the Mayan calendar except mm -hmm. rock mm -hmm. calendar. <laughs> what an easy way to manipulate the facts 
like I said, he forced them all to build these, just these whole villages. Well, he sat down and did nothing because he was a prophet and he didn't have to lift a finger. Uh, tyrancy! He's a tyrant! Was he into, like, child labor? Was that a Yes. Big? Yeah. He also realized that because they had not a lot of outside communication, how were they build the cult figure? For some religious reason, mm-hmm. he had to impregnate every woman in the cult. Wow. All of them. Even the ones that he married off to other people in the cult. Sounds legit. Yes. Because God told him to. Wow. Yeah. God's got some plans. I know. Oh my God. Not got my kind of plans. No. Nobody thought for a second, like, eh, yeah. Everybody's yeah. wife, everybody's daughter. Yeah, he ended up having 26 kids Good by Lord. 1980 something. So, of course, there was no outside communication. <laughs> yep. Like this, Grim. No outside communication. Zip it or quit it. But I don't understand how he enforced this because the way that they made money for the cold, because. Right. I'm sure he needed to buy things or they... I'm sure. It wasn't like, condoms, though. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'm telling you, it wasn't. <laughs> they sold baked goods. Oh. Like, door-to-door and at, like, pop-up stands. Really? Yeah. Which I bet they had a lot of time to get very good at. I bet they had a mean lemon cupcake. Probably. What else is there to live for if not Nothing. baked goods? Colts. Okay, so he impregnated. They were selling baked goods. They were selling baked goods. No talking to other people, except I guess this. Yeah. There's one picture I saw with them having an arts and crafts sign. Mm-hmm. Ant Hill Kids Arts and Crafts. So I don't know if they were also selling, like, mm-hmm. craft projects. Right, right. I don't... Just bundles of sticks tied together with his beard hair. <laughs> I don't exactly know what that meant. And I couldn't find it other than that picture. And there right. was... That was, that was it. That was it, yeah. So, okay. he also was just becoming super paranoid that people were going to leave or yeah. that they weren't believing him because you're a load of shit. He was like, okay, so I got this whole I gotta fuck your wives things over with. Okay. <laughs> They're going to catch on soon. They're going to catch on after I have just... Everyone. There are so many babies. So many. How do they feed all those? Like, they're in the wilderness, right? Like, separated from... I don't think they're that separated. Because there's a couple times where they run into lumberjacks. Oh, okay. So... (laughs) Just casually run into a lumberjack. Yeah, gotta be within reason. As he's getting more and more paranoid, he tells them they're not allowed to speak to each other unless he's around. Because they don't want them, he doesn't want them Oh yeah, to inspire. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. It's scary that he had that much power over it. Like, did they actually follow? Yeah. They oh, were God. incredibly willing to follow whatever he said. Jesus. Wait like, to isolate within the ice. And, it gets and, bad. Yeah. It gets... The wide There are eyes. some things. Ugh. In the early days, they were just doing the basic, like, early Christian, living without sin, renouncing all possessions, devoting one's time to community work, which, mm-hmm. community work, right. eating as little as possible to avoid the sin of greed. Oh. Yeah. So, like, but isn't borderline the, starvation. But isn't eating too much... Gluttony, right? It's gluttony. Yeah. So but that's, like, a even, whole even different sin. No, You're so not even good at this religion thing. No, and that's coming from me. just, like... <laughs> Whatever came to mind, he was just spitting out. Submitting to communal confessions, which is... Oh, my God. He was Catholic, so, like, that's a thing. What is there to even fucking confess There's nothing to confess, because everything that they do, they run past him. How is there anything... Yeah, they're not even talking. Right. Without him around. Yeah, I also forgot to mention this, but they they were renamed, so was he. Yep. 
So he left his name of Rock and started going by Moses. Of course he did. Because of course he, he did. He just like dog-eared like three pages in the Bible. Yeah. And like this one, this one, and this one. Yeah. Yeah. Of course he's Moses. Yeah. So mothers weren't allowed to take care of their own children. What? So there was like two women in the group who took care of them. But yeah, they weren't allowed to have their own kids. Way to, like, break down literally everything that makes you a person. Yes. You don't have any close connection with anybody because, really, he is the one making yep. the biggest He does allow marriages that he pairs people off into and says it's very strict. They are not allowed to have any other relationships. And even in married couples, if they want to have sex, they have to ask him first. Really? He, yeah. Oh. And obviously these marriages were not legal yeah, because right. he ends up marrying at least four women. I can find proof of four. But well, he had like man. eight to nine concubines. He's Moses. Yeah, he he's Moses, Ashley. He can do whatever he wants. So, impregnated all the women there. I'm enraged. Yes. 26 kids. 26. 26. Well, I mean, the cool news <laughs> is that everybody's a sibling. Yeah. So... I guess most of these guys must have survived because if he left with 20 and then in the 1980s, including his 26 children, mm-hmm. there was low 40s. All right. So everybody's alive and well most, so far. Most, yes. There Later, were a couple well. infant deaths here or there. Right. He wasn't any better to the children. It's not like he was like, ah, oh, this is my blood and kin. Right. No. He um sexually abused of course he and did. just beat them senseless. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was Sounds. it was bad. One kid, he left in a blizzard. Oh, no. And he died. Of course he did, yeah. Because it was a blizzard in you Canada. Know, just left him outside? Why? Did yeah. it say why? It was punishment. Oh, God. Yep. Well, I bet he, like, ate a pastry or, I don't know, had a bad thought. I don't I, yeah, I don't know. Do you know how old he was? No. Dang. Mm-mm. That's sad. Mm-hmm. You said it gets worse. It does. It gets so much worse. It was bad. Even the adult males didn't have a great time. <laughs> You're telling me this wasn't a party palooza? <laughs> 24-7 in the Canadian wilderness, man. I don't know. It can be a really good time. Screw Coachella. <laughs> I'm heading up to Rock Thoreau's place. <laughs> One of these kids that were just super abused, actually ran away. Which is another reason I think they weren't crazy far, because some young kid... He got out. ...got to a, like, a real town. Right, okay. And was like, hey, there's this guy in the woods who's just beating me senseless. Yeah, SOS. Um, can you help me? <laughs> somebody, can somebody call someone? Yeah. So the police show up, and they take away 17 of the kids. They stepped in, and they were like, okay, kids, uh, we're on. gonna take yeah. you to safety. The police tried... To do things right. Hey, other adult humans. Mm-hmm. Clearly, something's wrong here. Something's amiss. These people were there very willingly. They were like, yeah. "No, this is this is our head of church here. Like, we're good. Bye, police." Yeah. And they were like, "Okay, bye." <laughs> Taking just, your kids and ditching. They just slowly backed out. Yeah. They were like, "Okay, call if you need anything." Yeah. You think they kept tabs on these people? They did. They did keep tabs because eventually they got evicted. Mm-hmm. From the land. (laughs) From the forest. Yeah. So eventually they got evicted. Too many squirrel complaints. (laughs) They ended up moving to Burnt River, Ontario, after they were made to move. Where it got so much worse. Of 
worse it did. It got so much worse. Mm -hmm. So he was becoming super paranoid. He kind of thought that he was losing his grip a little bit, perhaps. Although I don't know why, because these people were so happily moving with him. So I'm not... I think he was just going a little crazy. Like losing his grip on people or on his own sanity? Yeah. But he he just got... He just... He got a little crazy. And he got a little crazy at this point. Not anywhere else. And this, everybody. (laughs) This is the turning point. (laughs) The punishments he dealt out were pretty much for anything. Yeah. He started spying on his followers. And so if they were caught talking with each other, if they were even, I don't know, thinking about leaving Mm -hmm. or pretty much anything. Anything he deemed not devoted enough, he would punish them. So he's just lashing out to maintain control. Yeah. But the thing is, even after all of these, the people who were interviewed said that they didn't blame him because he was acting, like, under God's will. Whoa. And when I tell you the punishments, I can't imagine not holding the person who did this to me responsible. Can we take a minute to just acknowledge how... In like he got their in their brains. Deep he was. He got in their brains. This is yeah, mind control is real. Yeah, mind control is real, and he mastered it apparently. I want to hear about these punishments. They start off not as bad. Okay. But then I'm gonna tell you a story. Okay. And then. Okay. It's gonna get weird. Okay. So you'd hit them with belts and hammers. Okay. Standard. You'd suspend them from the ceiling. By do we know? I, I don't know what by. There were no Okey-doke. pictures. Ah, good, 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 good. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, he would pluck each and every hair on their body individually, which oh, Gabrielle. You, I don't know. You know he went for the pubes. Yeah. No, he did. Gabrielle, who is someone who gets a very bad dealt hand. Yeah. And she was in an interview and described how he plucked out all of her armpit and pubic hair in front of everyone, and then had her friend kick her in the stomach. Oh my yeah. god. Because she fell asleep during one of his preachings. Oh my god. And I'm sure they're... Oh they're exhausted. God. Yeah, they're exhausted. They're doing yeah. all the work. And so she went to the bathroom, and she fell asleep there. No, not even in front of him. Yeah. Like, she literally fell asleep mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Yeah. Which, oh no. you have to be exhausted. And so Gabrielle was... A nurse student who was very like lost and just yeah, and he did that to her. Oh my god! Yes. Ow! Yes. I can't even. I can't even wax. I can't even wax my, my armpits. Yeah, no. I will never get a. Well, that's not true. I'll try a Brazilian once in my life, but it'll be one time, and I'll cry like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be uncomfortable for me and the waxer. <laughs> I'm sure they're used to that. <laughs> he would defecate on them. What? Hold on. Yes. And even worse, he would then make them eat their own, his, or other species as well. He also would make them eat rats and insects. I prefer the rats. Honestly, 100% me too. I would eat any insect. Yeah. I'm trying hard not to gag. He would force members to break their own legs with sledgehammers. No, yep. no. With sledgehammer. No, he wouldn't. To, like, prove that they were devoted. How would you even convince your brain to do that? I have no idea. Then but you, you have... have really got to put some effort into it to, like, make your own body do that. 
Yeah, like, I, you can't even bite your own finger off. Like, is it No, like, it's like your brain is like, don't do that, stop! Your brain is like, no, you're crazy, yeah. crazy man. I could bite my pinky off very easily, but my brain is not gonna let me. Do it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw in your eye. <laughs> I did get a little twinkle. <laughs> I was like, this would be great content. He would. <laughs> it's an audio. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Everything's good. Mm -hmm. When are you moving to New Mexico with me? Honestly, I'm down. He Let me get my degree too. first. Me too. Yeah. I want to get a bachelor's first. I want to get my master's Perfect. first. Perfect. I'll help you sell the house. You'll buy a new one. I'll yeah, I basement. hate this house. I'm going to live in your basement. That's forever. fine. I mean, we could just have like a, like an in-law apartment. Oh, sorry. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> How does it get worse than that? Oh, it gets so much worse. He would nail children to a tree and no. force other children to throw rocks at them. No. He would burn his followers by making them sit on lit stoves. Solid. Yep. Yeah. Oh, roasty, nice. toasty. <laughs> roasty, toasty buns. <laughs> you can put those buns in the oven. He <laughs> put a lot of buns in he ovens. He put those buns in ovens literally and figuratively. <laughs> I just slurred the whole thing. He would also make them sit naked in the cold and whip and beat them. Solid. Did I already say that he forced them to shoot each other in shoulders? No! In shoulders? No, no, you haven't mentioned that Okay, one yet. <laughs> yeah, he would force one of them taller. He'd be like, come here, Rachel. <laughs> Poor Rachel is just getting <laughs> fucking slandered. Honestly, most things where he got help, they were Gabrielle. And I'm not gonna shit talk Gabrielle because she gets the rond of the deal later on. Yeah. And she's still alive. But... I think it's it's ironic that she was the one who seems to be assisting the most and also potentially got she did not get it the some may it... say some may say she got shit on the most. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know if she got it the worst. She got it bad, very bad. But I don't know if her or this other woman's story who I'm going to tell you is worse. He also would play surgeon no, no. And that's not as fun as I playing hope you doctor. I an operation. No, no. I mean, he played doctor with him a lot too, but no, he played surgeon as well. Like sexy doctor. Yes, that was the joke. That was me. the joke. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a follower would be held down, fully conscious because anesthesia is expensive, usually by other followers, and he would cut off body parts with kitchen utensils, pliers. A blowtorch. So you use anything laying yeah. around. Chop off body parts, limbs. This was again for punishment. For punishment. Teeth, nails. Oh my god, teeth. I know. No. I oh, know. No, like, you no, gotta no, put no, some no, force no, no, behind no, no, teeth. No, 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 Oh my god. That's my thing. Teeth. Mm hmm. Oh my god. The nails is really gross. It grosses Ooh, yeah. me. Yeah, nails hurt. Oh, we had a dog at work that jumped up on the counter. Did and it rip a nail off? Oh, no, 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 no. He had lost all his nails, and so it was all just bloody quicks. And I was like, whoop, that's my thing. Bye. <laughs> What? Yeah. How did it rip off all of them? It was an autoimmune disease. Oh. He is alive and well. <laughs> the, the dog is fine. Ashley's traumatized. I'm so traumatized. He jumped <laughs> up again and I was like, huh. He also liked fingers and toes a lot. Of course he did. Like, to cut them off. Because they're easy. They're easy to cut off. Quick chop and then off yeah. to dinner. Throw it in the pot. Oh. Rachel? <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> I'm just gonna take a, take a toe. <laughs> Come back in from outside. The blizzard's raging. <laughs> He used the surgeon thing as a punishment. Right. But also, he thought he was greater than human. So, he was all-knowing 
And so he was also a medical surgeon course, for so them. Oh, he took it literally. He took it literally. Yes. Since he was a prophet, he once told members, you can't, you won't get sick unless I decide you will. Nothing happens here without my consent, as it is my master's desire. Oh, no. One of the children, named Ezekiel, mm-hmm. of, course, of course, was beaten by another member and injured. To heal him, Rock and Gabrielle injected rubbing alcohol into his stomach and partially circumcised him. There's two things with this. I have a few questions. What are the questions? Excuse me, ma'am. Number one. Why would they put the rubbing alcohol in his stomach? I don't know. And that was my question. Go for his weenie. I don't know. Weird. I also don't know how this kid was injured. Right, so what if he, like, got slapped in the face? Yeah. Like, it would almost make sense in Crazy Land to, if the kid was, like, being sexually abused by this man, to then take off his foreskin. Right, 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 yeah. An excuse, And yeah. so, like, it's a leap that makes sense. That's, yeah. Whereas, if this kid was punched in the face... Right, broken You nose. just, like, went right for the penis. Ah, oh, fuck, we broke his nose, better rip off his dick. Yeah. So that was weird. The child died. Because... Because there's rubbing alcohol in his stomach. Yeah. God knows how painful that was. Yeah. That's awful. Yep, 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 yep. Oh my god. Where was the mother? Where was the mother? I don't know who the mother was. Oh my god. I wonder if that, you know, hear me out. Do you think it's possible that people, like, lost track of which ones were their kids? They may have if they're not allowed to see them because, like, babies all look like right babies they're all little worms yeah they all look similar so if you're not around your kid all the time plus they all look like him because he's the father to all of them you might not know yeah and it was all about equality so and if you take another step back into crazy land you know crack the door open a little bit that's a good way to maintain that the mother is wholly devoted to you and not their child to like remove that maternal they don't know who their kid is yeah yeah that link Oh, For all I know, it could have been Gabrielle's. Right. We don't know. Right. <sighs> so. Jesus. And that was just, oh yeah, so it was just because he got beaten by somebody. Yes. And okay. then, when that didn't work, obviously, again with Gabrielle's assistance, he castrated the man who beat the child, believing that that would purify the aggressor. <sighs> but here's the really, really bad one of him being a surgeon, and the one that most people will have heard about if they hear literally anything about this cult. Yep. His big ticket item. His big ticket. So, one of his concubines, which is probably, honestly, pretty much all the women in here. So she was more than that. She was a human being. Mm-hmm. She complained about abdomen pain, which, you know, could have been any anything from the fact that she wasn't eating well to the fact that she was probably pregnant or in some stage of yeah. pregnancy, you know? There's so much. She complained to him about it. I don't know if they, like, were seeking him out right. for help or right. in order to help with the abdomen pain. He forced her to undress, lay on a kitchen table, and he punched her in the stomach. He then performed an enema using a tube and filled it up with olive oil and molasses. Oh. Just right, right up the right up, right up there. Yep. So after this, which you think that's bad, it gets worse. So much worse. Oh, no. That's the theme of this. It gets worse! It gets worse! <laughs> Yay! After this, he uh, caught open her stomach. Oh, no. And she's she's awake. She's said. awake. There's no <laughs> anesthesia. It's not, there's not even, like, good old-fashioned anesthesia where they give you enough whiskey and just, like, hope that you pass out. Oh, because there are no drinking! Mm-hmm. 
He cuts her open. He cuts her open and then with his bare hands removes part of her intestines. <gasps> so he removed the intestines and then had a member stitch her back up. And then he shoved a tube down her throat and made another woman blow air into it. <gasps> so there's a lot of things going on. Because there. she probably stopped breathing. She died. Mary, yeah. She was actively dying, but right. she was sitting there. In this horrific And manner. I don't know if it was like that night they did it and then she died the next morning or if it was like a day thing. Hopefully it was very quick. I got it. God willing. Doubt it, Seriously. but I hope. Yeah. So he is the prophet and he said he had powers of resurrection. So he said, hey guys, I didn't mess up. I'm just showing you that I'm going to re- resurrect her. <laughs> so. It makes sense, Rock. Yeah. His resurrection consisted of drilling a hole into her skull and having every male member ejaculate into the hole. She obviously was still dead. Wait. You're telling me that that didn't work? I'm telling you that didn't work. So, so obviously she did not. She does not come back from the dead, oddly no. enough. And then I told you that beard was going to come in place. No. What does he do with the beard? Cats a piece of one of her bones tied on a string and wore it around his neck, but other people couldn't see it because of his beard. Why? He just used it as a curtain. He used his beard as a morbid curtain. Yeah, to hide the bone of someone he killed. Of someone he killed and then failed to resurrect. Right. What a fucking weird- is he dead? Yes. For some reason, his followers just let him get away with it. Does it get worse than this? Or is that his big ticket item? Um, I think that's the big ticket, but I guess it depends. Right. I'll, I'll let you listen to both. I don't know which one's worse. Okay. That's like really bad one thing. Right. And there's like a lot of really bad things that happen that aren't necessarily that bad. But also it like makes me feel more comfortable. She was dead for the second portion. Dead, yeah. So like. Good, good, good. I know. Like it's There are good, worse things but... than death. Having somebody scramble your intestines with their bare hands. Yeah, like eggs. Like a breakfast (laughs) special. Yeah, all his followers just kind of let him get away with it. Of course. And instead they were just becoming more and more dependent on him and realizing that the way of life, they were not able to live elsewhere anymore. They were so incredibly dependent. Yeah. Which comes up with Gabrielle, the lovely lady that we have heard lots of mentioning. Oh, Gabrielle. She has been just gruesomely tortured. Is she like his right hand at this point, or is she just there? I think she, I think he's using her a lot because she is a nurse. Okay. And so I think he's realizing, even if I kill this person, maybe this this other person will be able to help, or... Right. I don't think she's necessarily like a willing participant so much as she's been brainwashed into doing that, and he keeps going and seeking her out. Right. I don't, I watched some of her interview afterwards, and she just keeps saying that she was very lost before she found him. Okay. Maybe then. Obviously now she knows well, that this is bad. Yeah, and like it's, what a surreal place to find yourself in. I feel like it probably encompasses your entire world. I'm sure. And it's very hard to see past yes. what's going on. Yes. Good lord. Okay. And also, then also being like the right hand of some of these more gruesome things. It's a lot to bear. It's a lot to, one, you know that you're guilty by association. Yep. And you know that if you speak up or run away, this could happen to you. Yep. So. Yeah, she's in a spot. She was not favored by any means. 
Yep. She endured blow torches held to her genitals. Uh, <laughs> Eight of her teeth had been removed. Oh my. And she Sweet had baby molasses. A hypodermic needle that was just still in her spine because it had broken off. I don't know why it was in her spine to begin with, but it broke off mid whatever. That was just floating in there. How did she not get paralyzed? I, I don't know. People so, are so resilient. They are. <laughs> On um, another occasion, he amputated part of her breasts, I think, plural. I'm assuming the nipple. I, you would assume. Because I, I otherwise it's kind of like just a chunk. And I mean, it probably was like a Like a, a chunk, chunk, but... Including... Yeah, the so nipple. he did that, and he smashed her head in with the blunt end of an axe. Solid. So. Wow. It. So Gabrielle did have something going on. She realized, like, this was bad, mm-hmm. and she had attempted to leave in the past. Mm-hmm. This is probably why she was so gruesomely tortured, but each time she would just realize that she was so dependent on this cult that she had to go back, and mm-hmm. so she just kept going back. So one time she came back... He punished her by cutting off one of her fingers, huh. nailed her hand to a table. So what happened was he had noticed that one of her fingers were paralyzed, probably from the hypodermic needle hanging on her spine, grabbed her hand and put it on the table. He just like nailed it, nailed it down to the table. And then he said in order to prevent gangrene from cu- yep. cutting off whatever finger it was and nailing her hand, he was going to remove her arm. In order to stop gangrene. But he uses a hunting knife to amputate her arm. Not even like... So he hacked it. Yeah, he hacked it. Not even like a saw. And like I a bet hunting you, knife. I would bet a lot of my items on the fact that it was not sharpened. Oh, probably not. Probably not. Okay. So she fled again and found a hospital. Yep. Because... She's she is still alive, so obviously she did not bleed out from losing an arm. So she got to a hospital, at least relatively. I hope she convinced him to tie a tourniquet. (laughs) She contacted the police, and that's kind of that's kind of that's kind of the final thing. The final moments, yeah. Five days after she was hospitalized, Rock here and two of his wives and two children, just two, were stopped by the police trying to flee to the United States. Sorry, Canada, you can keep them. <laughs> In this case, I'm going to have to say, yeah. they can meet the law. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. In 1993, yep. he pled guilty for second degree murder of the woman he just Killed. went in bare hands <laughs> into Killed. her abdomen. Yeah, just yeah. straight up just mutilated. Yeah. Um, he also got charged for killing a kid and some other things. Right, right lots of abuse but his thoughts on the sentencing were as follows oh no a lot of things happened in burnt river do you don't say my (laughs) alcoholism accounts for much of it serving as a catalyst for my psychosomatic imbalances i was criticized in particular for my exploratory surgery on my dear love when she was on death's door (laughs) she died the next day and i have never recovered yeah okay i (laughs) would yeah why would you let everybody just literally skull fuck her then? <laughs> Good question. Good question. Unity? I guess. Control. I was also criticized for amputating the arm of one of the members in the group. Yeah, you know, yeah, a little bit of criticism there. Uh, your tactics, yeah, not, not my fave. 
In addition to the brutal acts I committed under the influence of alcohol and the fury that possessed me, my illegal practice of medicine exacerbated the situation. So in 2002, he applied for parole but was rejected because, no, no. you'll probably do it again. <laughs> You're like, nah, nah. <laughs> duh. <laughs> and then in 2009, he attempted to make a profit by selling his artwork and poetry on a website called murderauction.com. And I didn't look into that yet, but I'm going to. Literally making profit off of yeah. this situation. But the Correctional Service of Canada put a stop to that because Good. they were like, you're not sitting in jail and profiting off yeah. your craziness. Yeah. Yeah. So February 26, 2011, the cellmate of Rock walked up to the guard station, handed them a shiv, and said, that piece of shit is down on the range. Here's the knife. I've sliced him up. Uh, okay, so he kind of, yeah, he was like, yeah, fucked him up, did it. Yeah. You're welcome. He was already in prison for life yep. for homicide. So yep. he was kind of like, whatever. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. Rid the world of another. Yeah. And can you imagine the crazy shit he must have said in prison? Oh, I'm sure. Or the presence he had? Like, he must have pissed he everybody was, off. Yeah, he was one of Canada's well-known yeah, so he, crazies. Like, he was bound to get himself yeah. kid, killed. Yeah. So he was dead at 63. Okay. And luckily, the vast majority of the cult abandoned it. But some didn't, especially, like, the wives. Really? So during his imprisonment... He had conjugal visits. He had conjugal visits, and he fathered four more children. Wow, they're in deep. They're in super deep. Well, thank you for that. I may sleep tonight. I mean, he's dead. That's good. I mean, it's good. So, it like, like it was a bad ending too. So good. Yeah, All he up. wasn't. Definitely didn't get into heaven. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Jokes on him. Mine is not going to be nearly as organized as that. That's I'm a, fine. I'm a bit of a loose cannon, I would say. I would dare to say. I like um, to make word documents look pretty. It looked very beautiful. Thank you. Yes. We've all heard of them. I think I'm going to say this name, and a lot of people, all zero of them who are listening right now, are going to say, Woo! That's right, Maul! <laughs> good, 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 uh, good, 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 good one. Um, so I did Army of God. Um, which is a great one. Yes. In an awful way. They're also... So I wanted to do them because, fun fact... I lived very, very close to their compound when I was in New Mexico for a year. There are actually photos on the internet of them in Grants, New Mexico, and they frequented uh, Gallup, New Mexico. Which is where you live, right? I was an hour outside of them. Oh, okay. I was an hour outside of Gallup, which I think they were too, but we were in slightly different directions. Okay. They're very, very close to my home, close to my heart. It's just Even been... though you're born and bred up here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just... <laughs> close to my heart uh-huh. <laughs> and there's like more updates they were actually recently the leaders were sentenced to jail right. time mm-hmm. prison time so there was an update but basically classic destructive cult basically led by their belief that the final armageddon much like yours right a battle between are. good and evil will soon plague the world and that they are going to be the only ones who survive because their leader deborah also mainly called lila green why um, it was just kind of what she went by i think it was okay. probably similar to the name thing okay um she went by lila green and her husband the general jim green they were creating an army of soldiers for god and they took this literally basically just background they right outside of fence lake new mexico fence lake beautiful this cult not so much all right um they began as the free love ministries based out of sacramento california so Basically, Deborah, a.k.a. Lila Green, and her husband, the General Jim Green, they've been at this for a long time. 
they're under that belief that basically Lila is a prophet of the Lord. She is a vessel for him to speak through. Um, and that she has been put here to create soldiers for him. Did I, I don't look impressed. No, you don't, you don't <laughs> look impressed. For a second, I was like, did I spin on? No. Is she, is she waiting for me to acknowledge? I just love the whole, I'm a vessel for the Lord to speak through. No, you're not, Deborah. You're not. You're just crazy. Mm -hmm. I wanted to speak on the account of one woman who was actually exiled from them, which okay. I thought was interesting. Okay. They, I don't know if I've heard a lot about people getting kicked out of cults. Right. But I know what happens. There's actually a quote here um, from former member Maura Schmeier. Uh, so she actually got exiled from the cult by Lila herself. But she says um, to NBC, Lila claims to be God's prophet and people in the group don't question her. To not believe Lila Green is equal to sin. So it was, it was a big deal if you mm -hmm. even for a second showed any sign that you weren't. 100% on board. So they evolved out of the Free Love Ministries, which was begun in 1982 by James Green and his wife, you know, Deborah. They had no real ministry training, but... So they didn't get a degree in that. Okay. No, no degree. Um, I don't know for sure, but I feel like she just woke up and was like, I'm the vessel of the Lord. So there's no proof of... I know a lot of... Let's say that they had... Visions. Right. Or dreams or something. I so none of that that you found? No proof that she claimed to have some mm -hmm. sort of vision or whatever mm -hmm. but the way she speaks to the group and the way she speaks in general to anybody is it's very evident that she does believe the lord is speaking directly to her okay so is there some sort of auditory or hallucination or like mm -hmm. mind stuff going on i don't know maybe maybe but yeah so they originally in sacramento they had about 50 members who lived in communal housing Okay, um, that's a lot. You know, it's a lot. They raised money from a custom framing shop that they had. So they made picture frames for people and sold them. So um, like Michaels? Yeah, like Michaels. <laughs> okay. Hi there. Welcome to uh, Army of God. Are you looking for the, the knitting section? Can I use this coupon? Sure. <laughs> if you join. Sounds like a good deal. Yeah. And they did have to leave Sacramento in 1989 after a lawsuit was brought on by a woman who claimed at that time that she had been locked in a shed without a toilet and was forced to give up custody of her three children. Yikes. Yeah. So that was the claim before they even got to New Mexico. So mm -hmm. that's, that's going to be something that comes into play in the future. Okay. Do so, we have a name for her? Just so I remember. No. Okay. There's, there's just no name. Okay. Just, just a woman. It's just that, it's just that she claimed to be locked in a shed. Okay. With no amenities. So basically after that, the group left California. They went to Oregon, moved to El Paso, Texas, and then eventually ended up in Western New Mexico. Like you do. All right. Yeah. So jumping around is a mm -hmm. clear theme here. They were just an extremely structured, strict group so they were isolated as you do mm -hmm. from society mm -hmm. by mm -hmm. large cement walls that were up around the compound oh wow okay so it's not just like in the wilderness no no like i mean they're, they're in the middle so where they are in new mexico it, it's out in the middle of nowhere okay like, it's possible to have neighbors like miles away mm -hmm. but um they have large cement walls surrounding the compound it seems like for members, they kind of preyed on those who were also lost, like young mm -hmm. women or young men who didn't have jobs, or maybe homeless down on their luck. They brought them in, they gave them a job, they gave them food and housing, um, and in return, they kind of preached this 
really... It, it sounded like she was a very passionate, charismatic speaker. Mm -hmm. You know, she was very, like... She very much believed in her own stuff. Her husband did. And so it was just kind of like, like easy Hitler. Easy to believe. Yeah, like yeah. Hitler. It's just easy to get sucked into their mm -hmm. way of speaking. Um, and I listened to a few clips on YouTube, and she's very, like, this is how it is. Mm -hmm. This is this. And if I anybody has this. enough conviction when That's they're what it speaking... Is. Yeah. Plus, they seem charismatic and like a good person right. besides that. It's easy to believe them when you're looking right. for something to believe. Exactly. Exactly. And basically, it very quickly overnight, too, went from being like Free Love Ministries to Army of God. Like, there were a couple articles that clearly stated that the switch from members wearing their own clothing mm -hmm. to wearing the uniforms of like khaki pants the green berets and like an army uniform it was overnight wow so they so, really did the whole army thing okay yeah they did no they like the weapons like an armory i have not seen pictures like of them drills oh there was a movie on it yeah there, there's a movie 2000. on it it's not a documentary, it is a film. Okay, so it's it says drama, so I don't believe a single thing that it has anything to do. Okay, so I'm going to read directly from the blog of Maura Schmeier real quick, um, because we touched on gaslighting with yours. Uh -huh. Gaslighting was something they relied heavily on. That's her in the white. Okay. And she was like, she was the leader. Uh-huh. He was her subordinate. Right. So she called the shots, and she had a very strong, intimidating presence. Like, she was scary, and... and by the punishments I'll get into later. Okay. Like, you didn't want to... You did not want to get on her bad side, and you did not want her to think that you were of the devil. Of the devil. Mm-hmm. And they... Okay, so they... They use gaslighting in the forms of, like, their own inner thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, their own inner thoughts were that of the devil, and that they had to fight them constantly. Um, so, say... They had midnight, they had like 1 a.m. prayer sessions where you got Oof. up for an hour. Yeah, you got up for an hour, attended service by Lila. Mora stated in her blog that she would get up, she would think she, you know, she'd have those thoughts like, God, I want to be up right now, like, I need more sleep, I need mm -hmm. sleep to function. She would immediately be like, those were the devil, I, I pushed those thoughts out of my head. Let's see. I'm just going to side note the 1 a.m. prayers. So, in college? Yeah. Monks oh, right. bought out. Yeah, monks bought out my apartment building yeah. that I lived in, and so I had a semester to finish living there. Mm -hmm. And their prayer room was right above my bedroom. Oh my god! And they prayed at four a.m. every day. Did they really? Yes. Did they get up? Yes. It was not great to be a college junior with monks praying. With monks you praying four very loudly oh at four a.m. I didn't realize prayer was going to be so loud thin walls i mean it was a it was a place i lived while in college there's still a functioning monastery i check in every once in a bit hey good for them yeah they made it work during yeah. a tough economic time i feel like i know they had really cute kittens yeah. that came into my apartment all the time it was nice i wasn't allowed to have pets so basically it was literally like like they treated it like an rv um there's a quote here from general jim green that says this is not a namby-pamby family church. There's one of those on every street corner in America. I'm saying that God is sounding his battle cry, and we are called to march in obedience to him, to lay down our lives for him as he did for us. That was something they were being preached on the daily. They taught everybody to doubt and put aside their own quote-unquote selfish and foolish thoughts. Made them sacrifice who they were to be a part of this God's army. Mm -hmm. And I guess 
if you're someone who needs something to be passionate about, there's some immediate gratification, you know. Mm-hmm. But like they even called like like the children on the compound, they referred to them as privates. How old were these children? I would say like until they got married off. Wow. Yeah, I mean it's very classic. Members were cut off from their families. They weren't allowed to watch TV. They weren't allowed to read newspapers. They were dressed in green berets and khaki military fatigues. They didn't believe in bringing in doctors. You know, she wouldn't allow any of that. So actually there was one child who his father left. The child was 12, stayed with the child's mother. They forbid any contact between the mm-hmm. two. He filed a missing report on his mm-hmm. son, found out later on that a flu had swept through the camp. Oh, um, no. A flu swept Back through the camp. Vaccinate your damn kids. Yeah, and a flu swept through the camp and basically, like, he died. Um, however, was it just the flu? I mean, there's a report where Lila is saying that the kid died after a pus-leaking wound on his head appeared. Ew. So, was there probably abuse involved? Probably. I would say abso-freaking-lutely. Um, because, of course, there was a lot of it. There was mm-hmm. a lot of sexual abuse with children. There was a lot of physical abuse just across the board. They promoted parenting where if your children disobeyed even the slightest, you would have to pull their pants down and whip them on the rear end with a belt in front of everybody. Pretty much as much as Lila determined. Like even, like, infants? Yes. Who have no capability of knowing right and wrong? Yes, so actually there was an infant in church um, during one of their, like, hour and a half. So services could last anywhere from one hour to, like, three hours of Lila just preaching, whatever. So yes, an infant is going to cry because they need to eat, like, every four hours. Exactly. So a six-month-old infant made a cooing noise at the mother, and... In front of everybody, Lila demanded that the mother take the infant into the other room and proceed to beat him until he stopped making noises. Um, I don't think the mom did. She's mm-hmm. actually the one who ended up getting kicked mm-hmm. out for being too sympathetic with her children. Right. Um, but like you but, are. But yeah, they, they would expect you to kind of just ruthlessly dole out these punishments. Like, even five, six-year-olds who can't sit still for more than 20 minutes. Me, right yeah. now, as I'm moving right. in my chair. Right, yeah. So they would even fidget in their hard metal chairs that they're sitting in all day with no brain activity. Fidget in their chairs, and they would be beaten. That was pretty much the thing, you know? I, as an adult human, cannot sit through a church service. And these are kids who are also not being exposed to any sort of mental stimulation, you know? Like, there's no friends, there's no mm-hmm. games, there's no playing, there's no... This is, like, rigid, like, you get up, you go and, and do your prayer thing, and then you mm-hmm. do your chores, and then you have lunch, then you do your chores, then you eat dinner. There's no... There, there's not even education. There's no enrichment. There's no enrichment. They're not allowed to go to school. Um, the education they provided was maybe a couple hours a day, three to four days a week. Mm-hmm. They were losing that. And then on top of that, it was even during potty training. Yeah. There, there's this quote where basically Lila claimed that her own children were potty trained by the age of six months old. Yeah. Which, calling bullshit. I don't have kids. Yeah. I attempt to not be around children as much as possible. Yeah. But I don't know that's bullshit. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So she claims this, and then when 
kids who are not wearing diapers or anything and are like, I don't know, three to four, whatever age you potty train them at, yeah. are having accidents, you mm-hmm. then beat them in their soiled pants. Probably lots of room for infection. Yeah, you can imagine like the illness and just everything. So they're like, not a happy place. No that- smiles. <laughs> doesn't seem like it. No smiles in God's army. You know, and there's actually, there's one quote here that I have of yet another form of punishment with the children is that there was allegedly a child in congregation who was once beaten with a piece of wood with a nail sticking out of it. I don't know what for, but it was judging by what the other punishments are for. Nothing. Probably being a kid. There is not anything that a small child can do that really deserves being beaten with a nail. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And everybody was disciplined or punished. Adults too, but it inflicted such mental and physical damage on everybody. I mean, this one woman's kid had his head gashed open at one point Mm. just for God knows what. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you, like, as a mother think that's okay like i don't know isn't there like a whole hormonal thing that like brings out the mama bear (sighs) i feel like there should be i also feel like these are such i don't know who knows maybe they were vulnerable people and also if they are telling them that their inside voices and feelings are from the devil exactly the (laughs) devil be it exactly like they they've they might think system. that they're protecting their children by exactly disciplining them in a way that God's vessel has told them. Exactly. God wants them to be these disciplined soldiers, and the devil is saying, don't do it, don't make them right. miss, that's my son. In an interview and said, you're wanting to be a part of what everyone else is doing, and you want to be accepted, so you go along with the whole process. I could feel a pain in my core and in your mind, and you think it's real. To me, it was a sign that Deborah really is God's prophet. Hmm. There was mental fuckery going on yes, across a lot the of things going on in the old noggins the one mother who i had briefly touched on who was called too sympathetic to her children mm-hmm. um she was one of the ones who she protested when her husband tried to marry off her daughter 17 at the time mm-hmm. to another man in the camp um she went with her daughter and told him that that wasn't happening mm-hmm. um she was of course punished for that she protested to some of the beatings of her youngest ones her mm-hmm. daughter and son um punished for that and eventually it got to a point where she was forced in new mexico forced to live in a storage shed for months with no heat no bed no bathroom um she was to eat only peanut butter sandwiches She did the dishes for all 40 members in the morning and in the night. Um, Her children were not allowed to speak with her, were not allowed to look at her, so they would have to walk by and just pretend she wasn't there. Um, She wasn't allowed to shower. She wasn't allowed any of those basic necessities. So basically, this went on for months, and at that point, she said in an interview she just wanted to get back in, I'm assuming for her children, Right. But who knows? Um, she but wanted even, back like, you in. don't want to be treated worse than a dog. Like Yeah, exactly. Like, this was on top of, like, all of the physical labor she was expected mm-hmm. to do. Everybody was expected to do. But one day, Lila Green came into the shed, confronted her, and said, God has spoken. You are not allowed back in the army after, this, after these months of just labor and yeah. torture. Um, and she said, we've packed up your things, and they left her on the side of the road. Grim, it's like you. Grim is my dog I got in New Mexico. 
not on the side of the road. Yay, that's right, <laughs> yay! There's another girl who was taken as an orphan from South America. She was brought up and she was basically treated like the dog of the family. Like, she more so than I think the other children was basically just used as a kid who did the chores, did the this, they made her do whatever. She was repeatedly sexually abused and assaulted um, from the age of seven on. Oh, um, and she, yeah, she, her name is not in any of the articles I read, but she is standing trial against them now as mm-hmm. Lila and her husband um, do face a court of law. So they have been persecuted for all of these charges of aggravated assault, abuse, everything. Um, Many members have come back to speak against them. So it definitely feels like something that maybe people had gotten trapped in and knew towards the end that this was bad enough that they wanted to get out, but they couldn't because they Mm -hmm. were so isolated from society and it was such a strict thing. Like, who knows? And and they had armory. Like, they were, you know, their own sort of militia. And it comes to some point where it's definitely scary. Yeah, and if your kids are there, it's like... Yeah. You know? But they are in prison or in jail awaiting prison. Um, So far, Lila has a sentence of 70 years. She's 70 years old right now. So, I mean, she's not going anywhere. Um, No. Her husband is pleading not guilty to any any charges of abuse or whatever, you know, but... Okay. (laughs) But with everybody... I know. With everybody talking and coming to testify in court, it seems like everything is very sadly true. Fingers crossed they will get the punishment they deserve, although nothing will ever really compare to what they put a lot of these people through. And at 70, even if they get life in prison... Right. Oh, and that's the other thing. 20 Um, years, maybe? Right. So she, Lila, right now, she is in a hospital in New Mexico because she has been on a hunger strike. (sighs) Yeah. Frustrating, right? What? She's on hunger strike. What is she striking? Her sentence. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, she's on hunger strike because of her quote-unquote unjust sentence. Okay. I know. I don't know if they tube feed people. I they hope do. they do. They do. Because what a convenient out for her. Yes. What a convenient out. So how did it come to fruition of ending? Exactly. How it came to a very sudden end. Um, it doesn't even actually have to do with the abuse, really. Um, Great. <laughs> there were births that went unrecorded on the compound of children. Are you telling me it was like a census? <laughs> like, is that what happened? I don't. I think that there was suspicion and there were reports, and there is the one woman, Mora, who got out, and there were her claims. So, as soon as they had something they could get a warrant for, which was the possibility of unreported births, right. they were able to obtain that warrant, and they were able to go in and arrest Lila and her husband. So they'd been suspicious. They'd been suspicious. Yeah, they'd been suspicious. Um, And neighbors had talked about how they had always been pretty aggressive when it came to defending their property lines. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, they were very quiet neighbors who really didn't stir up anything, didn't talk to anybody, were always courteous when they did come into contact with people. Um, So these members couldn't leave, though, right? Right. So the neighbors probably never saw them. Exactly. Yeah. 
a lot of them claimed to have never even seen them, but there were few who did, mm-hmm. who just reported. Very quiet. Very quiet. Courteous. Not sure what's going on in there. Ah, okay. <laughs> see something, say something, people. Yeah. <laughs> or see nothing. Even, like, maybe say something. Even... <laughs> Even, like, have a weird yeah. gut feeling around people. Like, maybe just, like, mention it. Yep. Yeah, and then um, after after the <clears throat> leaders were arrested and charged, there were four other adults who were caught trying to escape in a van with their nine children who were then detained mm-hmm. um, and awaiting trial. Mm-hmm. So there's some fishy, fishy shit right. going on. But I think that in the coming months, since they did just kind of get arrested we'll have more information Mm -hmm. as more people come forward but as of right now there's just the little we know from that one woman who escaped um from the articles i've read and from what's now coming forward but Hmm. they sound pretty awful keep in yes mind so there may be updates there might be yep which is why mine's mine's a little bit shorter and it's Mm -hmm. also because um i am a chaotic organized and sometimes it bites me in the ass. This was uh, the pilot episode. Yeah. We're just honestly seeing if we can handle this. <laughs> true. <laughs> true, true, true story. Man, yours was really good, though. Thanks. That was, that really, was messed it was, up. It was so messed up. Thank you for listening. This is our if first. If you are. <laughs> yeah, if you are. I mean, I'm going to listen a few times. Probably I'm going to download on a few different iPhones. Um, Mom, I know you're out there. Download. I'm Molly. I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening, folks. Okay, bye. See you next time. Music was created by Joseph McDade. He makes some awesome music for creators, and you can go find him at josephmcdade.com. This is our Grim Outlook. Thank you for listening.